Hello, dudes and dudettes and everything in between. I'm your host with the most, Bryant the Boom Corgan, joined as always by Andrew, the diabetic Dynamo Dobes himself, and Brendan, the producer Pika. Welcome in for the second half of our week six preview, the NFC home teams. We are hot, we are bothered, and we are ready to talk about football. Nice. That was a hey, that was a good intro. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And everything in between. I know you're trying to be nice, but <laughs> what we really mean is Jets fans. But Oh, that's Ooh, dark. Burn. Do they really need to be kicked right now? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. They're already struggling. I'm just happy that it's not my team. That's yeah, I mean, you're a Viking hard. fan, so yeah. let's not pretend Listen, you're all high and mighty. We got to just, you know, it's... Uh, this is our year, man. It's not, but Watch you know, out when next you see season. someone else struggling, it's like, hey, it's not me. That's true. I just get to attack you now. Misery loves company. Mm -hmm. Uh, Andrew, week six. This is going to be a magical week. I have a good feeling about this week. And, you know, I'm a Packer fan. You're a Viking fan. Uh This episode, we're talking about NFC home games. There's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of great matchups. And week six, let's be honest, for a lot of teams, you have a very different roster than what you started out with. We are here to talk about uh, fringe players, players you can pick up, uh, who you should bench, who you should be worried about. We will help make those decisions for you. Uh, you know, I, I always like to tell people, you know, we're giving you advice. We're not telling you who to start. You know, we're making suggestions. We'll give you the reasoning. And ultimately, you make the decision yourself. So we'll make the case for what we believe. Uh, and, you know, you'll take care of the rest. Absolutely. Uh, your fate is in your hands. We can just give some reasoning. So let's just jump right into it. The first game we are going to preview is the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Ravens got their swagger back last week by destroying, stealing the hope away from the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Lamar Jackson, you know, he's been a huge, huge disappointment this season. Uh, everybody did expect some level of regression. Not this much. Yeah, there has been like, some serious regression for you, Mr. Lamar Jackson. He's yeah. like 13th best. Ryan Fitzpatrick is doing better than him. Yeah. No, Ooh. that's that's not what you signed up for. Uh, you know, he's still startable. Absolutely. You know, he does still have that dual threat capability. Mark Andrews, you're starting with confidence. Marquise Brown, you know, you're starting. Finally had a good week last week. Uh, you know, I think the good times roll. You're starting Marquise Brown. That's the kind of player he is. He is yep. boom or bust. When it comes to the running backs, this is a really gross three-person split, and it really is almost an exact even split between Ingram, Dobbins, and Gus Edwards. I'm not excited to start any of these guys. Um, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with them now. Uh, and Andrew, there's a lot of teams on by this week. Uh, mm-hmm. The New Orleans Saints, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Seattle Seahawks, and the LA Chargers Jeez. are all on by. There is some serious fantasy firepower on those teams. So you might be forced to start a Ingram or a Dobbins. I think you can absolutely do worse. Uh, this Eagles team is not great. We have seen them struggle. You know, if I had to rank them, Desperation flex. There's no running backs available except for Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins. I would start Ingram over Dobbins, Mm -hmm. but you know we saw Dobbins have a two touchdown game earlier this season. It's going to be a split. So Dobbins, you know what? I think you can do worse. I also think you can do better. (laughs) But Ingram, I think, is a fine flex this week. 
Yeah, I don't like it. I, I I really don't like it. The the Ravens running back situation is is just god awful. Uh, Mark Ingram's oh, currently okay. Beat. Hold on, hold on. For it fantasy, not, it's not yeah. god awful. For fantasy, it is. They've put up numbers. They've they all put up have okay had numbers. Yeah, yeah, okay numbers. I'm not expecting amazing numbers, but Mark Ingram, week two. He had a rushing touchdown and uh-huh. about 70 total yards. Uh, you know, week four against Washington, touchdown, about 30-ish total yards. It's not amazing. It's not awesome. It's fine for a flex play. Uh, Dobbins, you know, is definitely a step behind <laughs> Ingram, in my humble opinion. Uh, but he's had some breakout opportunities, too. You know, week one against Cleveland, seven rush attempts for two rushing touchdowns. You know, week two, you know, 60 total yards. <laughs> so once again, Still nothing, like it. nothing sexy, but in a in a desperation, this team runs the ball. This is a good running team. I, I guess I'm, I actually don't care all that much. I think if you're, <laughs> if you're struggling, if you're struggling to if, find bodies to fill a running back spot. Really need to start up one. It would be Mark Ingram, but there's a lot of other running backs that I like better than Mark. Mark Ingram is the 52nd best running back right now in fantasy. Yeah, it's not great. He's at less than 10 touches per game. No Ravens running back has had more than 11 rushing attempts in a single game on average. But look at this way. More than 11. If Mark Ingram is on the waiver wire, I guarantee you people will be be picking him up. Yeah, if he's on the waiver wire... Sure. Right. Right. But so as a do desperation I start flex. Him? No, no, I don't yeah. want to start him. Uh, let me okay. be clear. I'm just saying desperation situation. I think there's it's, a chance. It's the it's the lowest of the low <laughs> for me. I have him I have him basically even with JD McKissick. I don't know why I'm arguing for Mark yeah, or JK Dobbins. I, I will jump off that hill. I like JD McKissick better than Mark Ingram this week. Hmm. Solid, solid. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that wraps up the Ravens. You know, it's a pretty straightforward team when it comes to fantasy options outside of the running backs. Uh, over to the Eagles side of the ball. Alshon Jeffrey is practicing. It is not clear if he will start playing. Uh, Andrew, in our yeah. waiver wire pickups, you brought up uh, Fulcom. Yeah, Trevin, uh, Trev- what is it? Travis Fulcom. Travis Fulgham. Travis Fulgham, yeah. Andrew, sell me on him and if he is a worthwhile start this week. You want me to sell you on the number one receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles who has who had 13 targets last game, put up 10 receptions for 150 yards and a touchdown against the Pittsburgh Steelers? It each sells himself, man. He sells himself. If Elshon Jeffrey doesn't play, you still have the same receiving core. Fulgham has had two great weeks in a row against great defenses in the 49ers and the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he's targeted an insane amount of times. It's easy peasy to me with no one else on this team to throw to. Travis Fulgham's the guy. Yeah, I think that's solid. Uh, And a lot of people, they don't recognize the name. They see it as scary. It's new. But this is fantasy football. I said last episode, you have to stay like water. You know, you you have to adapt. You know, you have to be Mm -hmm. Charles Darwin. Survival of the fittest, man. It's not who has the most attractive team. It's whose team scores the most points. Absolutely. Sometimes you got to get dirty, and that means you, you got to look at it. Look and don't look at the players as players. Look at them as points. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is one ball. of those players that 
you're not going to feel great starting him. Uh, but if you just look at the point production, it is there. So, Andrew, that's a great point and a good job selling him. Well, thank you. Uh, in a good way. Uh, Miles Sanders, you're starting, even, yeah. the, even in this tough matchup. I will say Sanders really struggled last week. He put up two touchdowns against a great Steelers team. However, that was inflated by one really long touchdown run. Uh, you know, he still scored those points, so I'm not going to take those away from him. But last week, if there was a one play difference, it would have been a very, very different stat line. Uh, I do. I would still start him. You're invested in him, and he is getting the opportunities on a good Eagles team. I'm avoiding Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. I'm avoiding Zach Ertz. Ooh. I think Zach Ertz is droppable at this point. Ooh. Um, He's got the name, absolutely. But yeah, you know, I think he has 16 total yards the last two weeks. He's just not getting the production. And right now, there's so many breakout uh, tight ends that you know you have to go a different direction. So now, if you're too where... attached to the name, that's how people lose fantasy football. They get attached to the name. They get attached to how much they spent on them in an auction league. I agree they get on that. Yeah. Attached to that. So that's how you lose fantasy football games. You get stubborn. Uh, so, you know, cut bait, move forward, stick and move, man. All right. This is my, this is going to be a hot take. I'm going to be talking about him later, later this I mean, episode. I said to drop Zach Ertz. So I feel like that's a pretty hot take. Yeah. I'm saying start Zach Ertz, start Zach Ertz. Whoa. And I think that he can be a top 10 tight end this week. Top dude, top five tight end this week. And if he doesn't, if he puts up another one to two point game, then you can cut him. But this is his last week, and I think that he can do something good here. Ooh, it's a hot take, but uh, wow. if you want me to explain more, keep listening. We'll oh. talk about him at the end of the episode. Boom, you see you, how I did you that? You got him with the hook. I now, hooked him now in. People are committed. Now you have to listen. I mean, to I'm going to stick around to hear it because yeah, I hope man, so. I, I need to. That would be really awkward. I got to get the answer. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I like That's that. It. Quite a bit. These two teams give me the Ravens. Yep. Uh, next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Vikings. Two of the most classic examples of major losers in professional sports universe. Yeah, who's going to choke the least is who's going to win this game. Andrew, there's a uh-huh. a very common joke in Wisconsin <sighs> and really the rest of the Midwest. I hate Wisconsin. Uh, which is, you know, why are the Vikings purple? Not because yeah. they're always choking. <laughs> Hilarious. And the, the only team that can match that is listen. Atlanta Falcons. Truly, the only other team that struggles winning yeah. football games, yeah. the Falcons. They fired Dan Quinn. He is out of there. This will be an interesting team. I, I'm excited to see how they how they adapt. Um, you know, what they're doing now is not working. This is a team that looks broken. This is a team that does not have mojo. Uh, and unfortunately, as much as I tease the Vikings, you know, this is a solid Vikings team. Uh, terrible defense. They, they put up a fight, though. They put up a fight. This is one of those. Uh, the NFL is so fun. The Vikings are a bad football team, but any given week, they could beat any team in the NFL. Yeah. You know, there's there's Crazy. just that team where when things go right, they are a good team. And same. I mean, absolutely. Same can be said about the Falcons. Um, you know, starting with the Falcons side of the ball. Julio Jones is questionable after missing practice Wednesday. You know, it's not I, looking good for him. I think this is a lost season for the Falcons, and Julio, Julio Jones is the face of that franchise. So I can absolutely see where they're they're going to let him rest. 
uh, they're not going to push him back anytime soon. Um, you know, obviously, if Jones plays, you're starting Jones. Absolutely. Um, Ridley, you know, locked and loaded starter. Oh, yeah. Gonna Hayden be Hurst, good game. I think he's locked and loaded as a tight end starter. Absolutely. This is a terrible Vikings defense, so, you know, I'll be gobbling up everything I can. Todd Gurley suffered an injury last week. You know, I do believe he is expected to play. Mm-hmm. If he does play, obviously you're starting him. If he does not play, I think Brian Hill. I wouldn't be excited to start him, but a starting uh, running back against a bad defense, you could certainly do worse. It uh, it, it is looks looking like Gurley will play. Um, he actually doesn't appear to be on the injury list for the Falcons, so it sounds like he should be good to go. So hopefully, you don't need to worry about Brian Hill. But I do agree with you there. It's the opportunity. So, yeah, perfect. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, you know, I think that Matt Ryan, I am not interested no. in. <laughs> no, no you know, he's Ryan, just he's no. just not getting it done. No Russell Gage either for me. Yep. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. With uh, over to the Vikings side of the ball. Dalvin Cook is not expected to play. Uh, Alexander Madison becomes a running back one in his absence. Adam Thielen is a absolute beast. Yep. He is playing out of his mind this season, which, you know, I was really high in Thielen coming into the season. I think people were sleeping on him. Proud to see a good guy putting up great numbers. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Andrew? Yeah. He burned you last week. He did a little bit, yeah. A little bit? A little bit of burnage. Absolutely burned last I mean, week. Yeah, he only caught three balls for 23 yards. So. Yeah, not not great. Yeah, not great. I mean, that's his... That's kind of his floor this season. So. Do you go back to the well against the Falcons? Sure. Sure, okay. why not? Why not? I would put him as a... To rank him, I would put him uh, no higher than a flex option, though. Uh, Brandon Cooks or Je- Jefferson? Jefferson. Jefferson over Cooks, but I would take... I would rather take, like, uh, like Chenault. Chenault if, oh, okay. Oh. If, even if Shark plays... What about um, Higgins? Ooh, Jefferson. Jefferson. That's the line there. Okay, yep. interesting. That's the line. Listen, Kirk Cousins in October is <laughs> is no. There, there's Talk a about thing stats nobody cares about. There's a thing called Kirktober where yeah. in no, it's a thing. Kirk Cousins in September is like the like 25th to like 30th best quarterback. In October, he becomes like top 15, and then he goes back to like top 20 wow. rest of the season. No, I'm okay. It's just look at the stats over the years. That's weird, but all right. It's a weird Kirk, thing. October, but he has one month of of good, and then it's back to okay. So, uh, yeah, I would go yes to Jefferson as a flex. We saw where we put him below Chanel, above Higgins. That's where I. So. All right, more power to you. Yeah. Uh, these two teams. Give me the Vikings. Yeah, I'll take Vikings as well. No cousins, by the way. Even though I talked high mm-hmm. about cousins. Yeah. There's better quarterbacks to yep. pick up this week. Not like, interested. Yeah. Next up, we have the Chicago Bears taking on the shockingly well-adjusted Three Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Three and two Carolina Panthers, a team who both of us thought were going to have a god-awful season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I fully expected them to go winless. So Yeah, that I didn't say that, but <laughs> you did. Uh, yeah, with the Bears, we'll start with them. You know... It's an easy one. Yeah, you know, it is easy. You know, I, I've been disappointed with how Nick Foles has played. Allen Robinson, you're starting. Yep. David Montgomery, you're starting. Yep. 
and I think that's it. That's that's it. That's all I that's want. It. Yep. Uh, in a pinch, Jimmy Graham, you know, but he is a high end tight end too, in my opinion. But Jimmy Graham has shown a resurgence. Uh, but once again, I'm not excited to start Jimmy Graham. It's Montgomery, and it is Robinson. Over to the Panthers' side of the ball, Mike Davis has been astounding in Christian McCaffrey's absence. Uh, you know, today or this week marks the fourth week since his injury, uh, and it had a four to six week uh, expected recovery time for McCaffrey. I don't think they're in any rush to get him back. Davis has been fantastic, and I think they are going to let their franchise man heal up. So if McCaffrey does play, you're obviously starting him. Uh, But Davis, in McCaffrey's absence, is a superstar. Robbie Anderson, you're starting. Big time. Big time. DJ Moore, I would start big time. Mm -hmm. Teddy Bridgewater, I would avoid. He showed up in a big way last week, uh, but the Bears do have a solid defense. So outside of those options, I think that's it. Yeah, another another easy one here, except for picking winners. Yeah, you know this is this Ooh, is a tough one. It's a really tough one. I'm I'm gonna. Do you want me to go first on this one? You're gonna pick the Bears. Nope, I picked the Ooh. Panthers. I picked the Panthers. So if you want to cheer for the Bears, go ahead and cheer for the Bears. Andrew, who's yep. at home? Is it the Panthers at home? Panthers with fans. I might add, they do uh, allow fans in Carolina. Not you know lot, what? But Give me the Panthers. Panthers, all right. Hey, I'm with smart you there. pick. That's a smart pick. Next up, we have the Washington football franchise taking on the New York Giants. Man, talk uh-huh. about two disappointing teams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with Washington, Dwayne Haskins is apparently not on the team. <laughs> he is he still was, technically part of the team. Quote, but... unquote, sick last yes. week and couldn't show up to the game. Yeah. Andrew, how much do you think that is sick versus temper tantrum? I'm going to go with I, I'm going to go with neither. I I just think that he's just dumb with this team already. He's just <laughs> he's like, can I just trade me? I don't care if I'm a backup. Yeah, I want they, to be part of this franchise. They apparently have not had any trade requests. Had for no Haskins. trade requests. So, I shocking. can I can imagine him if, if they let him go. I, I can imagine him signing for a team. Well, of course, you know, but... like uh, Atlanta. As a backup, not a starter in any team, but yep, yep, I absolutely agree. Yeah, talk too much uh, about Dwayne. Yeah, we're talking way too much. Nobody cares, even yeah. Dwayne. No. Um. Yeah. As far as fantasy options go, it will be Kyle Allen starting at quarterback with Alex Smith playing backup. That's a gross quarterback situation. Uh, but you're starting <laughs> scary Terry. Uh, and for people who are not familiar, Terry McLaurin mm-hmm. is a strong start this week after a disappointing week last week. However, you know, I did warn people Scary Terry would have a bad week. He did, but that was because of Ramsey. Uh, that was because of the Rams defense. This week should be quite a bit better. However, <laughs> the Giants, Bradbury, their 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 cornerback, has been playing really good football He's, yeah he has been amazing it's, yeah I, look at you catching on to defense usually i'm the guy who talks about how good the defense is <laughs> i'm learning i'm learning he is pro football focuses number two overall uh cornerback this season as far as performance so you know he's absolutely somebody who you know there's usually those breakout corners whether it be slay or tradavius white 
you know, somebody always breaks out and it does appear this year to be Bradbury. So, you know, I'm still starting scary Terry, but don't think just because it's the giants, don't think it's going to be a cakewalk. Uh, as far as running backs, Gibson, you know, you're starting, you know, I wouldn't be thrilled about it, but you know, I like, I'm, I'm at that yeah. point where I'm like, this is, this guy's great. Yeah. Every it, week. He's like leftover pizza. You're like, Love Oh, okay, that's cool. Good. That's yeah, a good right. thing. I'm a big leftover pizza. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I guess that's a bad example because some people like leftover pizza it's more a great than the first time you have it. Gibson's awesome. I wouldn't say he's awesome, but he's he awesome. Is, he is a solid a game. option. Can go off. All right. Cool. <laughs> it's, it's a start. It's a start. We don't even need to. Yep, yeah. Let's not get too fancy. Now over to the Giants side of the ball. This team has been a mess. Uh Evan Ingram finally scored a touchdown last week and Almost had two, uh, one on a fake, <laughs> I think it was a fake punt. Yep. He, yeah, it was, ugh, I was very salty about that. I needed I, that and it did not happen. Definitely needed that and I had a heart attack when that happened. But, uh, man, Evan Ingram has Still not been good. what you're hoping he would be, but, you know, I'm starting him. You know, this is not a very good Washington professional football team. I think he's a back end tight end one. He's getting the targets and he's athletically talented enough to make good things happen. Yeah. As far as other options, Darius Slayton is expected to play. He does have a foot injury, and he balled out in a major way last week, over 100 total yards, uh, and he was the de facto number one receiver for this team last week. Mm -hmm. But I think that was because it was against the Cowboys, a exploitable defense. This week, Slayton, I think, is a flex if he plays, and I, I wouldn't be all that excited for it. I agree. Flex is no no higher than a flex. It's a Brandon Cooks. He's at that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I see it. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, those two options, I would go Cooks. Ooh, I would. Ooh, I would still go Slayton. Slayton. Oh, Cooks. Oh, hey. Oh. No, I'd go Cooks. I just kind of remembered who's the quarterback for each of those teams. Yeah, uh, but Devontae it's that level. That's the yep. important thing. Agreed. Devontae Freeman, you know, solid, you know, last week, you know, I don't think you were overjoyed, but man. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I was overjoyed. <laughs> I, I was know. overjoyed because I'm had a little faith salty. Yep. Yeah. You had a lot of faith in Freeman. I had and faith he paid in off. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you're starting him this week. You know, I don't think yeah. he's a top tier option. He's however, never going to be. Yeah, I think he is a low end RB2 especially during a rough bye week period. Um, yeah, these two teams. Oof. I Give me the... <laughs> I don't <laughs> like this. <laughs> Man, I really oh. like Ron Rivera. But yeah, I really man, do. Give me the Giants. Yeah, I got to go Giants as well. That Ooh. one was just icky. Left a bad yeah, taste yeah. in my mouth. <laughs> I don't have a good feeling. Uh, next yeah, up, we have cool. the Green Bay Packers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, which I think should be a fantastic game. Packers coming off of a bye week. They are healthy. They are angry. And they are a fearsome football team. You're starting Rodgers, starting Adams, starting Jones. Jones. I'm not going to start MVS. I am not going no. to start... Uh, Anybody other than Robert Tanyan. Yeah. This is a great football team. I really was not sure how they're going to turn out. Uh, I do want to point out, you know, a lot of these guys are auto starts. Adams, Rogers, Jones, Jones auto starts. Robert Tanyan. Tanyan 
Yeah. Tanya he, Tonyan. I don't know. I said Tonyan. I don't, Tonyan. Think, I don't think it matters. As Either long one. as, you know, it's spelled the same way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's been awesome this season. Uh, he obviously went ballistic before the bye week, showing up in a major, major way. But he has been growing in this offense. And I think Rodgers is just thrilled to have somebody to throw it to that can actually catch the yeah, freaking football. Yeah, he can catch the ball. He's got those giant hands. Yeah, and, and Andrew, let me tell you his last three games he played. Oh, it's what, seven TDs, I think? No, five. No. Five TDs in the last three games. Yeah, week four against Atlanta, 98 receiving yards, three touchdowns. Okay, that, that's an outlier. <laughs> but that shows he can get it done when they call his number. Stealing, yeah. Week three against New Orleans, 50 total yards and a touchdown. Awesome. That is a great week for a tight end. Week two against Detroit, 25 receiving yards and a touchdown. That's three weeks of really good tight end production. And I think I think he is going to be a tight end one rest of the way. Yeah, he's, I, I think mean, he's going to be this year's breakout tight end. He could be uh, he could be a top five at the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. The way he's playing. Yep. Especially even with Devonta Adams dealing with these injuries. I, it's a it's a scare. I mean, Tonya's the wide receiver too, basically on that team. So. Yeah, and I, I do also want to point out the Packers are the highest scoring team in the NFL this yeah. season. Uh, they're going to be putting up points. Rodgers is out for blood. Uh, and Tanya, thank God we have somebody who can catch a freaky <laughs> football. He's I, he's my boy. I'm super a, excited yeah. for Tanya. Really if he's didn't. available on waivers, grab him. I'm starting him as a, a top six tight end. I have yeah. nothing but could, love for this guy. He can be he could be top tight end this week. He could be this man. year's Mark Andrews. It's it's freaky. I mean, I, I was I'm going up against Tanya in fantasy and I'm freaking out right yeah, now. Yeah, you should. I, I had to pick up Cameron Brait because Hunter Henry's oh. on by, so Yeah, that's rough. Oh yeah, Tanya. Uh he's a locked and loaded starter. Yep. For sure. Um, and if like. you put him in that flex spot, if you're in that league, yeah, go do that because that's like a the yeah. highest of flexes that you can have. The highest of flexes. Yeah. Uh, over to the Buccaneers side of the ball, dealing with some injuries to some star players. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Leonard Fournette are all questionable. Obviously, if Evans and Godwin are starting, you are starting them. Yep. Tom Brady, I think, is a solid play as long as he has one of Evans and Godwin. There you go. Okay. Um, you know, Scotty Miller really disappointed people last week. I yeah. think Scotty Miller has a fine flex week this week, especially if Godwin or Evans is missing. Cameron Bright, no thank you. Robert Gronkowski, no thank you. And Ronald Jones, all right. You know, sure. I think he is a... I think he's a flex option this week against a shockingly tough Packers defense, mm -hmm. but they are prone to giving up big plays and Ronald Jones is good at those. So that's how I feel, man. Uh, anything else you want to break down? Um, I, I'm less enthusiastic about the receivers and even Tom Brady. Um, I think that this is going to be just a, a tough matchup overall for Brady and yeah. I mean if like I do agree if Godwin and Evans play you play him. But I actually am the Scotty Miller's a desperation for me, unless if either Godwin or Evans or both of them are out. Um and, and Tom Brady, I still think that there's better quarterbacks that you can play this week. Uh 
as much as I don't like saying it, this Packers defense is actually really, really scary. We see, uh, we've seen how Brady performed against the Cow, or not the Cowboys, the Bears, and that didn't look good. Um, and the Packers defense, I might say, could even be better. Um, they've only allowed seven passing touchdowns this season, which is the second deuce in the NFL. I know that they've already had their bye week and all that, but bottom line, I'm, I'm, I'm fading on. Anyone that's not Evans, Godwin, or Ronald Jones. Yeah, I dig it. These two teams give me the Packers. Packers. Until <laughs> proven wrong. I Good just... season. Yeah. Next up, we have the LA Rams taking on the 49ers. Starting with the Rams, uh, Jared Goff. You know, even though this is the 49ers, I think Goff is a solid play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 49ers are notoriously tough against tight ends. So I'm avoiding Higby. I'm avoiding uh, Everett. Yes. I'm starting Henderson ahead of Akers and ahead of Malcolm Brown. Yes. You know, unfortunately, this is a strange committee, so you are playing with fire. However, Henderson has been the more proven commodity and the more involved running back in the high-value touches. So Henderson would be my bet. He's a flex for me uh, with RB2 upside. We've seen him do it multiple times this season. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, you're starting with confidence. San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy G was benched last week for being bad. Uh, <laughs> shocking and hilarious. Yeah. You're starting Kittle. Mostert, you're playing. Ugh. Ayuk. You know, how, how do you yeah, feel upside. about Ayuk? Uh, yeah, Rams, they're a solid, solid defense. I, yeah. I put Ayuk as a flex. Um, no higher, but he, he does. He's kind of that big play player he can have that one big play that'll that'll get you enough points for the week so yeah i got Ayuk in in a flex spot uh, how do you feel about debo samuel no it's a no for me <laughs> it's a no for me yeah. yeah i agree and i will talk about him later this episode uh these two teams give me the rams yeah rams no doubt the final nfc home game we are going to previewing is the arizona cardinals taking on the dakless dallas cowboys starting with the cardinals you know this will be pretty straightforward honestly you're starting murray you're starting Uh hopkins Uh and you're starting drake uh drake has been disappointing uh edmonds has been impressing you know unfortunately with drake you know it's been a disappointing season but at this at this point he had a big game against the jets you roll with him, especially against his beatable Cowboys defense who were torn up uh, by running backs these past couple weeks. Drake, you know, I think is a high-end running back too uh, this week. Hopkins, you know, he's a valuable case Locked for top wide receiver. Kyler uh-huh. Murray should explode. I think that's it for the Cardinals. I mean, am I missing anybody? Yeah, I, I just got Chase Edmonds as a, as a flex. So Yeah, yeah, I can see value there. Um. Mark Ingram, Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. T. Higgins or Chase Edmonds? Chase Edmonds. Ooh, okay. Spicy. Yeah. Uh, over to the Cowboys side of the ball. Andy Dalton is the starting quarterback. We mm-hmm. saw a glimpse of what that looks like last week. And what it was was a lot of Ezekiel Elliott. So, you know, I'm cooling on the wide receivers. I would Ooh. still start Cooper. I would still start CD Lamb. I would not start Gallup. Even I though it does appear Gallup. even though Dalton did appear to have a connection with Gallup, I don't know after a full week of practice if he would feel that way. 
I think you can absolutely start Gallup. You know, he's a very talented player and this team will have to throw. So, you know, I think he's a a perfectly good flex with, you know, a lot of upside. We've seen it. I got, I got Gallup and I'll be talking about him later this episode. Oh, okay. I (laughs) like it. Um, man, these two teams, give me the Cardinals. Yeah. I I gotta take the Cardinals. I, I got to been a lot more fun with Dak. We can end this with our yays and nays. Andrew, I'm way more excited about the yays this week. So let's start with our nays. Okay. Uh, Starting out for me, I have Melvin Gordon versus new England. Uh, this is all obviously dependent on if he does play. There may be a possible suspension for a DUI situation. I think if he does play, I think his head is not going to be in the game. You know, that's obviously quite narrative based and not fact based. But here's a fact. New England is good at football and they are very good at shutting down the opposing team's best player. If Drew Locke is playing, he's still not the best player. So I think they're going to focus on Melvin Gordon, shutting him down. I think Melvin Gordon struggles against New England. Melvin Gordon is a player I am fading on this week. I almost said to bench. I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but I think I mean, he'll struggle. It's close. Uh, I guess I'll start out with Debo Samuel, like I talked about earlier. Uh, here's a little little fun fact. The Rams have allowed the fewest fantasy points per game to wide receivers this year, meaning there's not enough room for Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk to have good games, and I believe that Ayuk has taken over that role that Debo Samuel used to play. Uh, and then you can throw on the quarterback dispute. I I don't know what's going on over there. I don't like that with garoppolo playing terrible and being benched so it's a it's an easy one for me somehow samuel is still rostered in more leagues than brandon Ayuk, which is crazy uh but yeah like i said not enough not enough uh shares to go around this week no one is really gonna i i mean devo samuel i'm getting ahead of myself i'm thinking too fast (laughs) in i don't want him this week but there is potential that in some games he could be be good but yeah no Debo Samuel this week yeah all right rock on uh next up I have Zach Ertz versus Baltimore uh we discussed this earlier the reason people lose fantasy football is because they are committed to brand names you have to be adaptable it is survival the fittest out there Zach Ertz is not putting up good numbers and people are still starting him because they're sold on the name they drafted him too high. They don't want to cut bait. They don't want to make an adjustment. This is the time you can move on from Ertz, in my humble opinion. Andrew, I know you feel differently. I do. I think he it's not weird. only do not start him, I think you drop him. Ooh. He's not the player he was. He's getting the targets. He's not doing anything with it. So Zach Ertz versus Baltimore. He is a strong sit and a recommended drop 15 yards in the last two games that is a player i am passing on dang speaking of thinking about dropping my next player running back mark ingram wow what a what a fall from grace there like i said before mark ingram is currently the 52nd best fantasy running back this season uh he's averaging less than 10 touches per game uh and i like you talked about earlier it's basically an even split between all these running backs. So Ingram has only played 31% of snaps, Gus Edwards 39%, and J.K. Dobbins 29%. There is not enough 
going on for Ingram to produce any fantasy value for me, especially with a bad week last week. I'm basically done with him. If he he's on my bench, and if he doesn't step up this week, I'm I'm done with him for the rest of the season. Yeah, no, I think that's a solid pick. Uh, and my final name of the week is Amari the Pooper Scooper Cooper Oof. Uh, versus Arizona. Wow. You know, he, All right. He's had an up and down season. You know, it's it's Amari Cooper. We're used to it. However, that was with Prescott. Now we're with Dalton. We saw a glimpse of what that looked like last week, and it was Cooper's worst game of the season by far. You know, this is not a team I'm super excited about. Arizona has given up the fifth fewest yards through the air, allowed to wide receivers. Dalton's in charge. You know, Andy Dalton, as much as I like the red rifle, I just think there's too many mouths to feed. I don't think Andy Dalton can command this offense the same way Dak Prescott could. And I think the focus will be on Zeke Elliott. Cooper, I think, will be an afterthought in this game against Arizona. Cooper, I think you can expect to be disappointed. All right. Um, obviously, you know, the Cooper fans, I'm not sure how much I disagree, but I can understand where you're coming from there. I'm going to go with quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. I say that because he's had two very good weeks in a row. Very good, like top 10 fantasy among quarterbacks. Uh, but now he's going up against the Chicago Bears, who made Tom Brady look just not great. Not great. Made him look like he was seeing what, five, first, uh, five downs instead of four. So um, I don't like Teddy Bridgewater in this matchup. I think there's better quarterbacks that I'll talk about in my yays that you can pick up over Teddy. Uh, he's, he's a solid bench, but I can't see him producing great numbers three weeks in a row, especially going up against this bears defense. I expect more of a ground game for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Solid pick. And on a lighter note, let's jump into our yays. My first day of the week is LaVisca Chenault versus Detroit. Detroit is the eighth most generous team to wide receivers this season. And I think that continues against the Jaguars. He led the team in targets last week. And with DJ Chark being out, I think there should be plenty of opportunities for Chenault against this beatable defense. Give me Chenault this week against Detroit. All right. I'm going to talk about that quarterback that I've been talking about uh, for a while that I keep hinting at. Even though I picked the Jacksonville Jaguars to win the game, I do think Matthew Stafford is probably the best streaming quarterback that you can get this week. Jacksonville is not a good defense at all. They've allowed the seventh most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season, whopping 11 touchdowns through the air. Matthew Stafford's got a healthy Kenny Galladay and a decent Marvin Jones, and TJ Hawkinson is a very, very good tight end. I like this a lot. Stafford is, he's a talented quarterback, all right? I'm not going to knock him there. And I think that he is, this is the week where, where he's going to put up some of his best fantasy points this season. Yeah, I like it. Uh, my next one in the same game is DeAndre Ooh. Swift versus Jacksonville. Ooh, all right. Jacksonville is the ninth most generous team against running backs this season. Uh, man, the Lions, they're coming off of a bye week. They have had a week to readjust their team. 
focus on what kind of team they want to be moving forward. Gander Swift, we have seen develop into a good player. This is obviously a rookie running back with a lot of talent. And this is a really good Lions offensive line. So I do think after the bye week, they're going to, you know, obviously figure out Swift is the best running back they have. Adrian Peterson will still be involved, but Swift is the big play guy. And before the bye week, he had a game, 52 total yards and a touchdown leading into the bye week. So I think they look at that. They build off that momentum. DeAndre Swift, I think, will be a focal point against Jacksonville. And I think he's going to bring the pain. Give me DeAndre Swift. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to go with, I'll make my case for Michael Gallup. We got Andy Dalton as quarterback. He gave Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb uh, three targets when he came into the game right away. But after that, it was all Gallup, like you talked about earlier. There is a connection there. Here's the percentage of snaps played when Andy Dalton came in. Amari Cooper, 64%. CeeDee Lamb, 55%. But Michael Gallup was on the field 97% of those snaps. I'm liking them this game, especially going up against the Arizona Cardinals, who has allowed four receiving touchdowns to slot receivers this year, which is the fifth most in the NFL. Thank you for the NFL.com for those stats. Um, it's it's Michael Gallup. This is his this is his game to to step it up. Like you said, you don't think Amari Cooper is going to have that good of a game. I think that Michael Gallup could be, I would say, the second best receiver on this team this, this week. Yeah, I like it a lot. My final yay of the week is Robert Tanyan versus Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. The Packers are coming off of a bye. Tanlin Tanyan <laughs> is coming off of a huge game. He is now a focal point for this Packer offense. Uh, this is a high-powered Packer offense we have not seen in a couple years, and I am here for it. They are putting up points, they are making plays, they are efficient, and they are effective in the red zone. uh, Devontae Adams can only take so much attention, and he can only get so many targets. There has to be a number two, and I think Rodgers is as sick of MVS and not having a solid wide receiver two as fantasy owners. So Robert Tanyan, I do think, turns into that theoretical wide receiver two. He will be the second most targeted passing option on this offense. And the number two for Aaron Rodgers is a valuable fantasy asset, especially if it's a tight end. He has demonstrated it. It's not like he only had one big game and we're counting on it. He's has three solid weeks in a row of great tight end production. And I think it's just going to continue. Uh, I think he is a tight end one rest of the way. And I think he continues his excellence against Tampa Bay. All right, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to stick with the tight end. You know who he is. This is the hot take. Hot take of the century. Zach Ertz is in my gaze for this week. This is his, I will note, this is his final week. Uh, If he doesn't perform this week, he, he can be off the team, like you said. But this is my last week where I have faith in him. Oh, man, it's just crazy to me. Even saying that, but he is going up against the tough Baltimore Ravens defense, who's allowed 10 plus fantasy points to four different tight ends this season. 
Uh, and this is a really, really difficult defense where I think Carson Wentz needs to throw to someone he can count on, throw to someone dependable. Who is that man? That is Zach Ertz. It's not these unknown receivers who we can't pronounce. It is Zach Ertz. He's going to be the reliable guy. Um, and this is he's been targeted, I think, over average seven. Yeah, seven targets per game he's averaging. He's just, he's really being in the shadow of the new up-and-coming wide receivers, but with a defense like Baltimore, I think it's time for Zach Ertz to step it up, prove to him one last time that he can be this top tight end that we know and love. Uh, This is definitely a hot take. Like I said, if I'm wrong, you can cut him. But this week, I would put faith in him. One last try. One last go for Zach Ertz. That's why I like him. Boom. Easy. Yay. Start them, win the league, bam. Yeah, no, I think that's something I disagree with very strongly. No, it's a hot (laughs) take. There was a part of me where I disagreed. Yeah, all right, man. You are entitled to your opinion. I like hot takes. To everyone listening, I apologize for Andrew. And thank you so much for listening to our week six preview episode. Uh, We wish you the best of luck this upcoming week, and we look forward to recapping it with you next week. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. If we can ask a small favor, uh, please, on whatever platform you are using to listen to us, uh, please leave a review, uh, give us a rating. It really does help us reach new people and build this podcast. Uh, Brendan has worked really hard on our fantastic website, barelyathletic.com. Give it a visit, check it out. It is something we are proud of and we hope you enjoy it. Thank you all again for listening and we will catch up with you next time.